0: Good morning. Good morning, Rabbi B'tai. Welcome to breakfast and the class. Breakfast and the class today has been dedicated and sponsored in sponsor's loving memory of Albert Nassiri. Allah L'ilun Ishmat Avraham Ben Badieh. He led his life with emunah and tefillah, a true model to his family and all those around him. With love, Rachel and Eli Dwek, as well, dedicated for the speedy and complete recovery of from Shela, for Shela Rachel Bat Sarah, from her family. And dedicated in loving memory of Sarah Moynin, alias Shalom, shalom Shmat, Sarah Bat Yosef Umalka, sponsored anonymously. Um, in honor of the engagement of Mati Bistritsky and Avigail Klein, Mazaltov, Mazaltov from Shmuli and Batya Kahan, and as well dedicated in loving memory of Mrs. Lily Safa, alias Shalom Shmat, Lea Bat Khanna, who her philanthropy has reached so many throughout the entire world. The Week of Cold Brew is sponsored by David Ash in honor of you and your substantial capacity, good today and every day. And the month of COVID was dedicated in honor of Rachel Saeed, donated by her children. We also would like to welcome the Haruni family all the way from Las Vegas. Hazaku Baruch. It's always wonderful to have people who listen online and get to come uh, to hear the lives. Of course, anyone that would like to sponsor a class uh, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, uh, please let us know uh, at info at ejsny.org. We can do it. Or whatever. My friends, I want to draw your attention to something that I think is really beautiful in the parasha. Please, if you're listening to this recording, do not say amen. Those of you who are here, fadal. <coughs> 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 ah, coffee. Okay. I want to point something out that I noticed numerous times in this parasha. Let's take a look at Rivka. Rivka has a problem. The Pasuk says, What does that mean? And the children, is translated as agitated. They're moving around. Kicking. This, that. Rashi says, It's an expression of running. So not that the children were just agitating, but they were agitating, they were moving in a way that they were running. Anyone that's gone to a yeshiva day school will tell you, where were the kids running? You guys remember? Yeah, you guys are putting you on the spot right now. Yeah, where were the kids running? Yaron went to yeshiva day school. Not really. Not really. Okay, I'm calling people out left, right, and center. Who remembers? Run to the kitchen. <laughs> nope, they're in the womb. Where are they running? We're we having like the smallest marathon ever. My friends, our rabbis teach us that Haitao u'verich, would pass by a house of Torah study, and Yaakov m'farches LaZet. he's trying his darndest, he's trying his hardest to get out, to go study. Uh, we must mention today uh, that in Eretz Yisrael, yimachshemam, animals that pretend to be humans, attacked two buses, and stabbed a child of 15 years old on his way to Yeshiva. A mini Yaakov, mifarches Latzet, he's running to school, and these cowards, and they're scared to take responsibility, to even take ownership over who's done it, because they know the punishment. Um, I hope, Bezat Hashem, it is my tefillah, that people like Netanyahu, who have the reins of power in their hands, understand that the people took the handcuffs off uh, in their voting this year. And they asked them for a year of security, not a year of restraint, not a year of holding back, not a year of placating anyone else, not a year, of, but a year of showing people that if you murder people in the streets, innocent people, there'll be a price to pay. Hashem, yinkom damam in every possible way, and Be'ezat Hashem, those that were responsible, and all those that are surrounding them and supporting them, should be uh, chased out, should be migurashim from Eretz Yisrael, their houses should be destroyed, whatever it takes to provide a um, proper deterrent. You know, you destroy a terrorist's house, you know what happens? They're all builders. One week later, they have a nicer house. Paid for, by the way, by money that's sent uh, to the leaders in the region. This is what's going on on the ground. There's no ramifications. We have to figure out a way and we need to not be scared to be able to do what it takes in order to protect Am Yisrael. Um May the class be in memory of those that have passed and refu'ah shileimah for all those whose lives are hanging precariously in the balance. And may the leaders of Am Israel and the leaders of the world support what needs to be done right now to ensure the safety of Am Israel. Yaakov is running to leave. She passes the place of Abu Zarah. Esav is running to leave. She's very nervous. What's going on right now? She even says, "Imkan, if this is the this is what's going on, all this suffering, all this pain. In fact, also all this worry about this is how my I, my kid's going to turn out." He's going to run to the shul, he's going to run to the church, he's going to run to Abu Dazara. Lama What I knew, how come this is happening to me? Why, why me? Vatelech et Hashem. And she went to ask Hashem. Ach, today when you're praying, have in mind, et Hashem. What did they do in years gone by when they had a problem? When they didn't know what to do? They went ask the navi. Could you imagine? Vatelech ledrosh et Hashem. Could you imagine if we didn't know what to do this morning? Should we uh, go into Janine, to Gaza, to the West Bank? Should we round people up, mass arrests? What should we do? And what would they do? Instead of asking the political pundits... They went and asked the navi, the Choshen. Those were the days. That's one of the things that we mean when we say, when we pray, HaShiva We ask Hashem that we should have people in our lives that when we don't know what to do, they can give us not just a good answer, not just a smart answer, but the right answer. We used to have leaders like that that had Ruach HaKodesh, we used to have a Kohen Gadol that had a Choshen, that he could tell you from on the breastplate what to do. May we once again have days like that. But my friends, Vatelech Droshet Hashem, she goes to ask, and what does the Navi tell her? Shnei goyim bibitnech, shnei leumim You have two... Uh, nations that are going to emerge from your womb, and two peoples, two princes, will separate from within your from within your uh, uh, innards. They're going to go and travel on different roads. Okay, she hears this. Okay, goes home. My friends, our rabbis ask what seems to me to be. A very powerful question. What was Rivka worried about? She's walking down the road, she sees the stomach is moving, running, is running to go to yeshiva she probably didn't have a problem with. What's she upset about? That one of her kids is trying to get out when she's passing the house of Abu Dazara. Now the Navi tells her, you know what, you thought you were having one kid. Really you're having." Two kids. Why is she okay now? Why is she not screaming, Lama zei How come I'm giving birth to a guy like Isav? And there's many answers to this question. But one of the answers to this question is that she understood that a child that has one way can be worked with. But a child that's all over the place, that's not consistent in anything, It will never become anything. Jack of all trades, master of none, is not only a cliche phrase, but it's true about people, about life, about jobs. Guy's changing his career every three minutes, changing his direction, changing his yeshiva. You you gotta settle down, buckle down, pick a lane. And by the way, even if you pick the wrong lane, but if you're committed enough as a person to commit to a lane, then you know what? All you need to learn is which is the right lane. So is not worried about her, her babies if she knows that there's two, but she thought there was one. Now we can talk today about consistency, but we're not gonna do that because that's not the topic I wanna focus on today. I wanna focus on something which I feel is very interesting in that story. What happens to Rivka that takes her from a place of sadness, of anguish, and calms her down. What happens? There's a piece of information that she's missing. One bit of information, correct? And this one bit of information changes her perspective, creates what we call a paradigm shift. She thought this was the case. Meanwhile, no, that's the case. Let me give you another example. Yitzchak Avinu wants to give the Berachot to Esav. Rivka understands what's going on. She has a Nebuah that she should have Yaakov help him get the Berachot. This whole game happens. Yaakov takes the Berachot. Esav comes back. Yitzchak realizes he gave the berachah to Yaakov and not to Esav. He's trembling. And then Esav says his famous words. V'yakveni this guy Yaakov, I know why they called him Yaakov. Because Yaakveni ze pa'amaim. He's a Yaakov type guy. He held me back. He circumnavigated me two times already. First he took the Bechorah, the Beracha, the Bechorah, now he took the Beracha. What is Yitzchak's reaction to hearing that Yaakov actually purchased the Bechorah and that Esav gave it away? What's Yitzchak's reaction to that? Gam Baruch Yehiyyeh. I gave it to him, and he deserved it." What changed in Yitzchak's understanding that he's in such a different mindset from where he was one minute ago? He gets a new piece of information that changes the whole game. He has a paradigm shift of who needs to get this. He has a paradigm shift of his son Esav, how much Esav? It meant nothing to him. He also understood how much Yaakov wanted it, that he pursued it, that he got it that way. My friends, this taught me an unbelievable lesson. It taught me that a person could be in the lowest point in their life, so upset, so sad, or vice versa. A person could be the happiest person in the world. And then all of a sudden along comes one bit of information that changes the game. That changes a person's perspective and the change in perspective completely changes. I'm not talking about new information, yes someone passed away, okay. That's not for me, that's not a paradigm shift, that's bad news. But a paradigm shift comes when a person realizes, you know what, I wasn't so happy in my marriage, and all of a sudden I realized, wow, you know my husband, I'm looking at somebody else, you know, someone else's family, we're having Shabbat together, we we're having on vacation together. All of a sudden I notice, you know something? I've been taking my husband for granted. Yeah, maybe he's, he's not Prince Charming on a white horse, but look at the way he talks to me. Look at the way he speaks to me. I see in someone else a harshness, a criticism, a lack of respect, and all of a sudden I realize what I have in my backyard. Suddenly there's feelings of love that are in a person's person's heart, because they realize the beauty that they have in their life. A person feels like things are going really badly for them, they have challenges and Dating and, and with children, with with work, and they just feel like wow, life is terrible. And then they meet somebody, you know. My brother just now went on this unbelievable ride called the Next Ride, I think it's called. It's associated with a charity that works with Israeli amputees. You know, my brother said to me, "You're sitting there with some guy that has no legs." and he's putting on these uh, prosthetics to ride his bike to raise the money for the organization, and all of a sudden you realize, what am I quetching about? Look at how inspired, look at how, how much a person can do, how happy a person can be, even when the cards are stacked against them. It's nothing changed in your life from this morning. Nothing but your perspective. And your perspective is everything. Rifkah learns. Oh my gosh! It's not what. It's not one kid. It's two. I've been looking at this all wrong. Yitzchak understands. Oh, okay. I was I, I was incorrect in thinking that this bracha was supposed to go to Esav. Gambaruhiye, from trembling, Yitzchak to what? To understanding gambaruhiye, he's not by the way, bothered by the scream that comes out of Esav. He knows. You see, all of a sudden, that perspective change can be so strong that you're not swayed by the scream of an Esav. You know what's right. You know what you need to do. So my friends, I want to challenge anyone that's listening this morning with I think what I think to me is an interesting challenge. A person could sit back in their chair like this. If you're listening to the audio, I'm leaning back relaxed in my chair. I don't know if you could tell from my voice how relaxed I am. Sit back, breathe deeply, okay? You could sit back like that and wait for perspective change to come. You could sit back in a fight and not seek to see something in the person that you love that you're fighting with that will change the game. Oh, you came late, even though you told me you're going to be on time, but there must be a reason. What was going on? What happened this morning? I saw that you're late. Not, why were you late? And then wait for the perspective change to come to you, but seek it out. Was everything okay this morning? You came late. I was a little nervous that that everything was okay. Was everything okay? And then you find out that the toilet exploded and the thing and the the bus didn't come on time. And meanwhile, now you're thinking to yourself, she's not five, 10 minutes late. She's like three hours early. If that was you at home this morning, forget about it. You would have canceled the day. My my daughter has a pillow. It says today has been canceled. You know? (laughs) Right, you know. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you look at things that your wife goes through, and you think to yourself, "If that happened to me, forget it. I'll cancel the whole day. I'll not leave, not do anything. I'll be so mad. I'll be so angry. I'll be so upset." Right? And look, look at how she handled. Person looks at their child, and they're very upset with something that they've done, or what they've become, or what they're doing in school, but they're not aware. They don't know that the child is dealing with some form of a reading disability or they have some sort of behavioral issue or that they can't focus, and I always think to myself, you know, those moments where a parent finds out that a child that's been lagging behind in school literally can't read because they have dyslexia or dyspraxia or some other, uh, you know, learning disability. All of a sudden you realize in one second, oh, my kid's not dumb. Like he's not dumb, they just need help with a learning disability. And actually, my kid might be very smart. You know, if you didn't look for that, how many years could go by where you think your kid is dumb, and your kid thinks the kid is dumb, and his self-confidence is shattered into tiny little pieces? It is on each parent, on each spouse on each friend, on each Jew, to seek out the information that turns a situation upside down. Because perspective is everything. And if you could do that in a fight, if you could do that when things aren't so easy or you don't don't feel so happy, then sometimes you um, you can really change the game. I want to end just with this one, uh, with this one idea, if that's okay. <clears throat> the other day, I got a, a bill. I don't know if this happened to you, if this ever happened to you. You get a bill, and you see a big number on this bill. Does anyone have that? And you're like, "What? What is this?" <laughs> I got a bill for a car car that we leased. Um, uh, The lease was up, so we returned the car. Supposed to return the car and get nothing. I get the bill. I look at the bill. It's like pages, and this problem, this issue, that seven thousand five hundred and fifty dollars I owe. I don't have that money lying around to just now all of a sudden get. I'm surprised, I'm already dialing the guy. You know, from the place he told me that it was going to be this, that. Like these guys I'm already telling my wife, unbelievable, used car salesmen. They lie through their teeth, they don't tell you. And as I'm talking and as I'm dialing, I turn the page to page two. And it says at the bottom, minus 7550, total $0. (laughs) Ach, Sometimes we just need to hang around long enough to turn the page. And to realize that this thing I thought was so bad, not so bad, zero dollars. And the person who sold it to you, is not a crook. <laughs> and the worry that you have, you don't have the money to pay for it, you don't need to be worried. But some people react before they turn the page, before they keep reading, before they discover the end of the chapter. Always look for the bit of information that can turn the situation upside down because perspective Rabotai is everything